Mondo shit sells out like Jordans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's legit art. Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to uh, purchase. Um. Because well, I was like, I don't know if you guys know this, but art is in high demand. No, <laughs> it's just not as easy as going to Kinkos. Um. They had this uh, Galactus print by this artist called uh, Killian Ing. It is so badass. Now. Yeah. Who is Galactus? Hmm? Um, yo, swarm of locust Wu Tang beasts. Oh, oh okay. sweet! Okay. Swarm of locusts. <laughs> but man, uh, the um, the notification or the posting said, "Hey, this goes on sale at eleven o'clock." It was like fifty bucks, pretty reasonable for a really nice print. You know, limited run. I'm like, all right, well, I've got a meeting. I'm at work. I'm like, I got a meeting. I'll probably check it right after the meeting. Nope. No. Yo, yeah, every variant was sold out. Like, you God have to be damn. on that shit, dude. Yo, I felt like, and then I tried to, like, you know, put me on the waiting list. There was nothing for the waiting list. It felt like I was trying to get into a club, and Mondo was like, "Yo, you can't come in with them." Shoes. Yeah, but <laughs> see, you're, you're you're a bit new to the game. So what you Yo, do? Me. Come on. What you do is you wait, and someone's just gonna sell it on eBay for the exact same price. They don't even really? mark it up. Huh. They'll sell it for the same price. Some freaking seller dweller is gonna go in there and just be like. Yeah, you like this freaking uh, Astro Boy tribute to Mega Man we did? Uh, <laughs> and you're just going to be like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Mondo also... Uh, I mean, you'll get your identity stolen, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, worth it. Worth, worth it, it right? To really, like, bring out, you know, the, yeah. the corner in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, this new glow-in-the-dark Ghost in the Shell poster I bought's nice. I also am homeless. I know. <laughs> see, you've got a ton of really cool Mondo back Hell yeah, there. dude. I got, uh, well, I mean, whatever. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, Exorcist poster, a fucking legend poster. Ed, Ashley, you guys dabble in any Mondo exclusive stuff? I I got those vinyls. Yep, oh. like the Luke Cage. Oh yeah, God. Luke yep. Cage, yeah, yeah, Jessica yeah. Jones. I have yep. all those. No, I just look at it. It's a bit rich for my blood. <laughs> it's like a bit rich for you my blood. You guys know yes. you can just Google image that <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> that used to be my excuse. I would just like put it as a background on my iPad or computer. Like there you go. It's sort of like I've been tempted to buy like a, f- a four hundred dollar. 20 inch Raphael, you know, statue. Oh, yeah. It's, right. Uh, it's too much. It's too much. Mm. Too much. Yo, I think this but is. But it's a... got posable limbs. <laughs> 35 right. exchangeable heads. Right. Yeah, this is a uh, good opportunity to go ahead and start our show and welcome everyone to the Short Box Podcast, mm. Jackson Floor's premier comic book and pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Bader Milligan, and I am joined by my fantastic uh, co hosts. My I right thought you were going to say the Fantastic Four, and I'm like, ah, oh, oh. missed opportunity. <laughs> no. I'm joined by my right man, Cesar Cordero. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Edmund Danzar is here with us. <laughs> yep. Ashley Lanny Hoy. Hey. Rocking another elegant God linen. Uh, I knew it. I, 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 we I, talked I, about this before. Um, I asked her, like, when is he going to start in on the scarf? I, I like, like, how long is this going to take? I, I prayed <laughs> on the way here. I was like, dear God. <laughs> might I also add what seems mm. to be a very intimately hand-woven um, sweater. Intimately <laughs> handwoven? Like a wow. grandma. Like grandma might have. Grandma, oh, oh, grandma, oh, oh. Nice grandma one. sweater, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> right? Rude. I mean, in the best way. I, <laughs> in the best way. I don't, you look like a senior Butter, citizen. Is, don't take that as an insult. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Butter, it is a miracle you have a girlfriend. 
I know. It I, is a miracle. Yeah. You just told Ashley she looks like the dude from The Big Lebowski, essentially. Well, well, I, I feel like you guys are putting words in my mouth. Now. <laughs> right? Hold on, hold on. And now hold I on, feel wait, like wait. the dude. <laughs> the dude abides. Hold on. It, Butter, it's like you just told Ashley she's garbage juice. <laughs> garbage. Oh, wait, wait. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go. Butter, it's like... Yo, you just... <laughs> oh, man. No, wait, hold on, hold on. One of these is Ashley just going to get a normal... I'm trying to. will mess with her. She's going to pull out a machete and just... <laughs> and How about be like, yeah, this motherfucker? It. She's going to slow stab you in the eye. Yeah. Just I mean, like, sad. And then she be like, that was for Ash Ketchum. So, you know, I'll just watch. It's like, yeah, well, she's okay, got... He a, had it coming. Yeah, he had it coming. Had it coming. The saddest Carry part on. is I thought I was safe today. <laughs> Ashley, I'm dressed never pretty safe. neutral. Ashley, how long have we been recording? And this guy's wearing Spider-Man slippers. Yep. Oh, she said your mom's a bitch. <laughs> uh, you this is, for those who are listening, Botter is he? Okay, yeah. Well, you, you get to freaking say grandma cardigans. <laughs> I did. I said intimately woven. Intimately woven sweater, <laughs> not grandma sweater, not dude sweater. <laughs> you look like me, circa 2009, when I lost my job. Sad. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> As you can tell, we have oh my God. a full loving crew here today with us. <laughs> the Fantastic Four, ladies and gentlemen. How loving is this new uh, arrangement we have here? Ashley, what do you think? Are we on trial here? We are not... <laughs> Having the high ground. I know they have the high scenario. ground. Guilty. We have the high ground. You don't stand a chance. I have the high ground now, Edmund. <laughs> You're missing like powder for, wigs and gavels. I'm waiting for Ed to look at me and just be like, "The deciding vote is yours, Jordan." <laughs> Man, these pictures. The council. These Zoom. pictures are going to look very interesting yeah. when uh, when Joe ends. It's going to be you guys and like the top of our heads. <laughs> It's like that's the picture. Hey, real quick, I want to. I want to the Kilroy logo. Just <laughs> I want to go ahead. Did they and, bury those two in the sand to their nips? Like, I want to go style? ahead and uh, give um, a shout out to our uh, photographer joining us today. Um, Ooh. goes by Duval Joe on Instagram. Hey. Duval underscore Joe underscore. Um, he also whips up. Wait, a is meme. there another underscore? Yeah, two. Oh, okay, underscores two underscores. Just making sure. That's fine. Uh, just so, ver- just double check. It. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, he was kind enough to. Um, I was frequent, you know, uh, Bold Bean Riverside. He's always there whipping up a mean latte, mm. and uh, his photography game is on point. And uh, he said, "Yo, I'd love to shoot you guys." So, uh, we invited him over pictures, today. Pictures, <laughs> pictures, <laughs> pictures. Do you, uh, pictures. Air- Do you airbrush by any chance? Is this- <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, like I a, need a lot of airbrush. Heads work. up, maybe I would have put some more effort in. <laughs> Ashley, you are rocking well, a very intimate. Well, it's too late. Well, it's too late, Potter. It's too late. Anyways, man, we'll Photoshop a luchador mask on you. So no, no <laughs> yes, the fourth member that we are missing is a luchador. Yes, yeah, wouldn't that be awesome if that was Ashley's gimmick? <laughs> like it was so clear. It was very clearly Ashley, but she just wore a mask, but never took it off when she was in pose. Like, awesome. Like in Mexico, for real, they have that secret identity. Yeah, and like switched over a voice, but it was. Very poorly. She only, she, she only spoke Spanish. Like Ash would be like, Damn. "Hola, señor and señoras." Oh, oh my god, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm always. Uh, Soy know. Ash Ketchum. <laughs> I'm always very humbled when we get the opportunity to have uh, talented mm-hmm. photographers come through and uh, snap some photos. Um, I wish I'd put up more decorations, but I wish you had wore some damn shoes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> now I'm. It's been a, now I'm very. Uh, you know, got to cover up my feet. Uh, but I'm hoping that awesome cutout board of Vodder in the back. Um, oh my god! <laughs> of course. Makes it in the he photo. wants himself in every picture. That's how he angled this. <laughs> Angle this room. I feel, like it's been, I feel like I'm living in the scene where John Malkovich goes inside his own head 
<laughs> and everyone at the restaurant's like, Malkovich, Malkovich, but it's butter. Like, she's like, butter, 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 butter. Well, I put up that cut out behind Ashley because <laughs> when you and Ed start fucking hammering away at me, I could just, you know... <laughs> what is it, like a scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> like, turn around, boo! <sighs> All it's right. always watching you, Ashley. Yo, real quick. Um, so, new listeners, we normally... We, I promise we have something to talk about this episode. Uh, I do want to say... more. <laughs> we gotta make up time, man. Make up some content. Uh, I do want to say, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, how about you check out Armour's previous episode, uh, episode 279, Suck a Duck. I'm sorry about that corny ass name. It's all the hat guy. Sorry. Um, but we, in that episode, we covered a handful of relevant comic book news and headlines, including Dan DiDio's departure from DC Comics, Bob Iger's retirement from Disney. We covered some Toy Fair 2020 highlights and answered questions from listeners. That was uh, episode 279, Suck a Duck, available on most podcast apps. This is episode 280. And what I normally like to do is give a shout out. To a few individuals, that way we get that out of the way before we start the show. Uh, I want to go ahead and start off by shouting out Nick Matei. He is the founder of River City Wrestling Con. Uh, he reached out, mm. and um, oh yeah, we've got a really fantastic um, interview opportunity lined up. Ooh. And I, th- I think you'll really like it. I'll tell you off mics. Okay. Um, River City Wrestling Con is taking place June. I probably 13th. actually know who the people are. So oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. need to handle it. <laughs> Um, that's taking place June 13th. If you want to shout out Nick Bate, he's a nice. big supporter of the show, always listening and always willing to um, uh, help us out where needed. Um, I'm going to switch up my shout outs from people to places, man. I was looking at the analytics from the last episode. It's been pretty cool to see where our listeners are at. Of course, um, a majority of them are here in our hometown of Jacksonville, Florida. We've got some listeners out in Orlando, as well as Philly and Islington, England, and Alaska. Mm. So shout out to our listeners in those locations. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, nice. Alaska. Okay. Alaska. Come on, baby. Nice. And England, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not anymore. We had some. Let's Sorry. see, do the voices. There goes the. You know what's funny? I was. Like, I, you know, I just wanted to bring some new flavor. No, no. I wanted to get the workload off. Hold scene. on. Here's yeah, the funny thing. In my mind, I was like, I don't think I have a decent English accent. And then Vodder just goes for it. <laughs> like, better than like, that, I'm sure. Hey, Gopner! <laughs> <laughs> I'm from England! I comics! <laughs> You're done with the truly, so right? I'm cutting you off. You're an alcoholic. It's too late. Dude, if I had a problem. Dude, with, you have a problem. With, with it's called truly? alcoholism. It's like, damn, bro. Yeah, you might need. Uh, man, and, uh, speech. Look, you know how you know it's, he's fucked up right now, guys. He's drunk as shit. No, he I'm, said I'm, Nick's I, name I, correctly. I, I <laughs> <laughs> he was like Nicholas Bate. Like that's how you know Botter's drunk. Uh, lastly, I want to go ahead and shout out the short box patrons. Now, mm. Normally, I don't play favorites when it comes to the short box nation because I've got love for all of our listeners that tune in every week. But I happen to have a special place in my heart for our growing army of patrons who help us keep the lights on and the show running every week with their generous contributions. Right now, we've got two exclusive Patreon polls for our upcoming Artist Spotlight episode Oh yeah, and our Bad Superhero Movie Review. I looked at the polls this morning. Frank Frazetta is leading the yes. Artist Spotlight awesome. episode, and <laughs> there is a three-way tie <laughs> oh, boy. of trashy movies. Uh, right now, Spider-Man 3. Electra and the 1994 Roger Corman Fantastic Come on, Please FF. don't make me no. watch that. Please don't make me watch that movie. That's the one. The, the Fantastic Four? Fantastic Four. Dude, you don't want over Electra? I would rather watch Spider-Man. I mean, I mean, yeah. Sure. I'm I there really, with you, but I've never seen the uh, the Fantastic Four. Man, I mean, I kind of want to watch it. Have you seen it, Ashley? <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
It's that bad. I kind of want to see it now. Actually, oh my God. You, you know we're only enticing vote our Vote early, vote often. <laughs> you yes. know all you're doing is enticing them. So those polls... Sign end. up just to vote and then cancel. Yeah. <laughs> those polls end about a week. Uh, you can go ahead and join in on those polls if you sign up on our uh, Shortbox Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash the shortbox. Uh, not only can you get access to that, but you get access to exclusive bonus episodes as well as merch. And our man Cesar Cordero is working on the first quarter Patreon gift uh, that is exclusive to patrons only. And from what I've seen from his early work, it is going to be awesome. So ch- consider becoming a short box patron. I'll, I'll pay you for saying that later. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> edit. Uh, I'm so. The secret is now I don't live in a high-class, awesome mansion. My gentrified neighborhood has Ooh. plenty of construction going on. So what you might hear a little bit. Sunday? Yeah, weird. Guys, Dude, the... I don't. What did you, you say about Sundays? These what heathens. Did I say? So oh, oh, no. They're not going to get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say is if you're listening to this for ASMR, don't. Because <laughs> there's just going to be a lot of clanging and banging and... Uh, just people like actually doing real work, like behind us, like like hey, how you doing? Like, <laughs> Harry Greek foreman on the outside, just telling people what to do. I, yeah, I tried to tell them, can you guys keep it down with the short box podcast? But they said, <laughs> um, hey, fuck you! Is what they said exactly. <laughs> how about you come short box this nation? Hey, short box me. Was that good? Was that good? Ashley, that was, yeah. that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we you. We live in uh, New York, Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, Brooklyn, Jackson, yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, <laughs> close. Hey, I'm working here. And lastly, this episode is sponsored by CollectiveCon, North Florida's premier pop culture event. is returning for another huge year of comics, yes, music, entertainment, art, cosplay, and more on March 20th through the 22nd. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be the following weekend. Woo. We happen to be giving away a pair of three-day passes to one lucky winner. Come on now! All you have to do is send in an email for us to read by Sunday, March 15th. 1 p.m. Eastern Time <laughs> at theshortboxjacks at gmail.com. We'll pick one lucky winner from the submissions on next week's episode. I want to go and thank everyone that's already submitted an email. We'll read those after the music break. That is the end of my shout-out segment. Eastern time. time. Do you think these motherfuckers from Alaska are going to come to CollectiveCon? <laughs> you never know. Okay. You never, I, I mean, They would be pass, missing never. out if they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, yeah, Danny Duval, Tell them more. <laughs> There's nothing to do in Jacksonville. Yeah! Did somebody say there's nothing to do-do-do-ball in Jacksonville? Danny Danny Duval! What are you doing here? (laughs) Your ignorance summoned me. Now shut up and listen to these words. North Florida's premier anime, comic book, sci-fi, and pop culture event, Collective Con, returns for its sixth year. On March 20th through the 22nd, stars from The Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, Supernatural, The Crow, Dragon Ball Z, and even famous Pokemon card illustrator Mitsuhiro Arita is flying in from Japan to join in on the fun. Wow! That sounds awesome! Why are you still standing here? Go buy your tickets today at CollectiveCon.com, you lovable nimrods! (laughs) <laughs> Good commercial cue <laughs> Right <laughs> Seamless uh, <with> that, <laughs> uh, Thank god we had that one minute post, uh, Pre-post-production god, meeting Happening right now Oh man uh, These truly is really it huh? <laughs> <laughs> with that being said We're going to go and jump into the main segment of our episode We're going to do another short box stories um, Episode So that means we're going to be covering some relevant And recent comic books and pop culture headlines, news, etc. that we feel, hey, we should talk about this because it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Ashley, you had 
a pretty interesting topic that you wanted to cover. I thought maybe we should lead with that one. It's pretty relevant. Yeah, so when I was first, uh, I was scrolling through my Twitter, and it was just full of people dropping out of Emerald City Comic Con. Then they announced that uh, they would refund tickets, refund vendor tables, and then they just completely canceled the whole Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. Um, and then I saw, was it yesterday, they canceled South by Southwest mm-hmm. due to the um, the coronavirus? So, I mean, for somebody like I used to go to like a dozen conventions a year for something like this to um, to happen, it's just... Yeah, that's a lot of money and planning. Yeah. Because they canceled it like... Seriously, the day before. Friday. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So after Friday. we texted about it, and then after you texted, I read that you know, Dark Horse pulled out, which to me is a big deal because they're three hours away <laughs> from thought, Seattle. So, they're, say, so okay. they're so they're you know close to the situation, you know? So if they're pulling out, then that's like a big, a big you know, red flag. Yo, this is Botter. Sorry for interrupting this episode, but I'll keep it brief. I wanted to let you know about a massive sale we have going on over at the Shortbox store on all of our merchandise and apparel. That's theshortboxstore.bigcartel.com. You can now save 20% off your entire order using the discount code YO, Y-O-O. So if you've been waiting for the right time to finally buy that gauntlet snapback, or if you ever wanted to buy any of the shirts you see me wear on the podcast, well, now's your chance to get them for a steal. We still have a few sizes left of everything, but they won't last long and once they're gone they are gone and then i mentioned that all of our apparel is screen printed on high quality material none of that heat transfer or direct-to-garment stuff our shirts are some of the most comfortable ones you'll ever wear and the hats look even better in person so wear your support for the short box nation proudly knowing that you're going to look damn good doing it get to the shortboxstore.bigcartel.com as soon as you can and don't forget to use that discount code Yo, Y-O-O, to save 20% off your entire order. All of this information can be found in this episode's show notes if you want to get there faster. Thanks for not pressing fast forward. Now back to the show. So, and it's just, I don't know, I always come home from conventions and I feel sick anyway. But yeah, for them the to like cancel right. a whole entire thing. Right. Um, but I don't know. I've just been looking up more information. It feels like everybody is either panicking or doesn't think it's a big deal. Yeah, and DC but... canceled all, like, pretty much all their events. They were going to have mm-hmm. a Red Sun premiere. Yeah, in New York. In right? New York, and they canceled that as well. <laughs> you know, for a minute, I, when you brought up the Dark Horse part, I thought you were going to say, look, if Dark Horse is canceling, goddamn yeah. motherfuckers I know. run. That's <laughs> big, big guns. It's more just geographically, like, alarming, you know, just because mm-hmm. they're so close to Seattle. So if they're worried about it, because that's just, you know, yeah. a short drive up there. Yeah. So that's like a publisher based in Seattle doing it, you mm. know. And it's, yeah, it's crazy because that's a lot of money, a lot of planning. And they're mm-hmm. saying they're wanting to reschedule for the summer, which is like yeah, so much conventions ago. going on. Yeah. And then where are they going to, and how, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a mess. Well, when it, isn't the Olympics this summer or no? Well, I mean, the Olympics is taking place. What I love that you, I love that you have enough faith in us to know a sports (laughs) Japan. Yeah, it's it's in Tokyo. I know because this theme, this year's theme, is like because you were what (laughs) trying to enter the Gundam category. I built Gundam. my own robot. <laughs> Man, one, fuck you. I would watch two. That. It's Goompla for the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that. Um, I do. Know, um, 
It was funny because Marvel, uh, Marvel execs and talent had no comment about mm-hmm. Emerald City Con because they had no plans of showing up anyways. Yeah. I was like, damn, did you guys, were you guys on to something early on? Hmm. Um, I know the next, what, the, the next convention is in April, mid-April, uh, WonderCon in Anaheim, California. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess why this was interesting to me is because it, it's like very you know, important recent news and you don't think about it, at least I didn't, think about its impacts to things like my small kind of niche yeah. hobby, like Comic-Cons. Like, what? But, it, I mean, to, to Ashley's point, it's like, yo, that's like, that's a shit ton of people flying in from all over the country mm-hmm. as well as some folks that I've met that fly in from like out of the country joining in and for this to have, I mean, it's a global epidemic, you know, so I guess for me, it's just like, you know, this shit is even affecting things that I'm like, yeah, no one's really going to, you know, this ain't going to affect like comic conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes me think, man, I wonder how many other conventions um, are going to cancel. Because I think the only one I had lined up uh, was uh, Heroes Con. So now I'm thinking like, well, damn, I wonder if they're going to cancel that too. Huh. Mm. Yeah, there are even rumors like, even though it's further down, like E3, we're going to cancel like E3 too. So that's just like rumors, but that hasn't been... Holy shit. They haven't posted anything. But that's, you know, a few months down the road, I believe. Yeah. I mean, w- would you guys have... Um, let's say that you guys were, were going to, like, uh, Emerald Con or any of these other conventions. Does this concern you at all? Like, just the health risk, the potential health risk? Would it, would it alter your decision to go to a convention like uh, Anaha- or WonderCon or Emerald Con? I'd, I'd go anyway. I mean, I always feel sick after. I had a friend that <laughs> broke his anyway. foot at a convention. Like, you know, you're not going to be safe anywhere. Just go. Just gonna... wash your hands and go. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Ashley. Wash your hands and go. It's like the fucking Stephen King's The Stand is happening. <laughs> and you're like, ah, you know, if Randall Flagg comes over, who gives a shit? He who walks behind the rose, I don't give a fuck. What about you, C? Uh, hell no. <laughs> Try, yo, I'm already a homebody as it is. Try and catch me outside with this coronavirus coming around. Dude, I almost didn't come to the show right now. In fact, you're looking a little suspect right now. When's the last time you shaved, dude? Damn. Catch fucking me. get a job. Catch me inside. How about that? Yeah, seriously. Ed, would this have an impact on you? It depends on where... I, I don't know. It depends on where it is and like what the situation is in that city you know right I like if the city's putting a state of emergency nah right I can skip it yeah you know also so. i really can't say anything i'm going to see metallica in may and that's with a bunch of grody ass people <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm planning to go see uh primus because they're oh, doing the, did have, you hear about the tour have you seen uh they're the f- they're doing the farewell to um the rush whole rush album yes yeah oh yeah. Man, this is so have you seen them before just lost um not primus but his other Oh, less versions of Primus, yeah. right? right, yeah. right <laughs> with different right, people. Yeah, right. I've seen those guys. Yeah, they put on a badass oh, yeah. show. Yeah, I was, I was looking Old at. I, was like, I know, I know. Yeah. I was like, I'm looking at Boomer. I remember like, Primus. Guys? I was looking at Ashley again. It's like, yep, this Do is you that like moment. Primus. I did. I did because I, I went to Maple Street. You know, they asked the dumb questions before oh, yeah, you get, yeah. give you your food. Sure. So uh, they asked the favorite band. I said Primus. She's like, pro- who? It was like pre, seventeen pre, year old. Primus. <laughs> yeah, Prime, Primus. Yeah, but they're all like sixteen year olds that work behind there. I know. Right. I hate those questions. Yeah. My so name just is give me my Biscuit. Jesus. <laughs> um, it <laughs> leave it up to the cancellation of a comic convention for me to take this seriously. I went, yeah. on, I went on this. Yeah, now it's real. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you didn't give a shit about it's like corona. fake news. Like when it first started happening, and it's just kind of like. This is a liberal it's, plot. It's rumored that some <laughs> fake. I can't go see Mark Wade. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I actually ended up going on the uh, CDC's website. 
Do you guys want to hear any boring stats? Ooh, <laughs> do I? <laughs> <laughs> There's been 164 total I cases am, reported. I'm just not Florida has only been reported stop one to five. There's been 11 total deaths. Did you did you poison the water supply, Scarecrow? <laughs> Batman. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. Well, Ashley, you definitely set the mood of that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking about the infected, Bummer. Um, I have a news article what? to share. Whoa. What kind of segue was that? <laughs> Can Speaking I honestly ask how many have you had? How many what? Trulies. I haven't even finished this one. <laughs> okay, like, it's okay. only a quarter. <laughs> Damn, mm-hmm. next episode is definitely going to be the intervention episode. <laughs> I'm waiting on. Damn it, see. Look, this is what you bring in their heads, man. Your eyes are really watery. <laughs> Because I'm having a great time. I'm laughing. You have gin blossoms, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so have- get this man tested. Um, <laughs> Duval Joe, uh, the fucking photos will reveal. That's all yeah. I have to say. Mm. Gin blossoms. <laughs> this is gin documenting. Blossoms. We have evidence, visual evidence. Don't Photoshop that shit. I know you're shooting, <laughs> I know you're shooting raw. Don't Photoshop it. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to wrap this episode up soon. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. Hashtag, I'm not a JPEG man. <laughs> Uh, Naughty Dog is partnering for HBO to create a Last of Us TV series. Uh, the Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin, who's also worked on Hangover One through Three and The Huntsman, most recently, um, he's also a big. What the a Last strange of Us resume fan. that is. That's yeah. odd. Yo, very <laughs> odd. Yo, check it. He's also worked on like uh, Scary Movie Four and Five or oh something. My God. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, all wait, over what? the place. And Chernobyl is pretty fucking. Chernobyl fantastic. is amazing. Yeah. So uh, he's actually partnering up with uh, Neil Drunkman, who's also um, he, he's a writer for um, Neil what Drunkman? Yeah, Drunkman. Drunkman. Hmm, interesting. Drunk- interesting. Drunkman. <laughs> Drunkman. Okay. Drunkman. Drunkman. Not like you. No. no. Yeah. A drunk man. A drunk man. <laughs> Great episode title. <laughs> but uh, he'll be teaming up with Naughty Dogs, uh, Neil Drunkman, uh, who will help write and executive produce the series. Um, It'll follow pretty much the, the storyline for the first game. Uh, you got Joel trying to smuggle uh, Ely out of the quarantine zone along the way. They, you know, Ellie? Ellie. Who? Sorry, Ellie. Ellie. I'm Ely. sorry. Ellie. Ah, I, I pronounced it wrong. All right, you got it. All right, you got it. Wow. Ellie. Four Eli, letters. Ellie? I've never even played the game, but I'm almost positive it's not Ely. <laughs> Ely. Yes, it's Ellie. All right, you guys white got girl. it. You got it. All right, so he's going to get her out of the quarantine oh. zone. And I don't know. Spoilers, fuck, spoilers. Fuck this game. Spoilers. <laughs> like, spoilers. Fuck this game. I'm done with it. <laughs> but they end up fighting uh, the infected who are basically zombies. Um, on this cross country, cross country trek, uh, they haven't announced any um, anyone attached to the project. I do have my dream uh, duo. Uh, I would like to see a bearded Nicolaj Coster Waldo, who also played um, mm. Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Oh, play Joel and a young Ellen Page as Ellie would be she's pretty got fantastic. Time machine. How would you do that? I know, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Hell, give me. I don't know. I don't know. She, I doesn't she? Are, does she still look ten? She right, still looks ten. They're yeah. perpetually like nine years old. Give her I don't like, know, a little I, short haircut. They kind of. I'm just going off of, like looks, but I also feel like um, oh, the uh, wizard could probably pull off. Yeah. Joel. Has anyone played The Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it's one of my favorite games I've played. Uh, the um, <clears throat> pardon me. The second one comes out at the end of May 2020. Mm. I'm really excited. I don't know how to feel about this TV series because I, I think, see, you made a joke about this being another Walking Dead show. Yeah, why get, do we need another? Ed and I were talking about it. Like, it's okay, more zombies, cool. please. Yeah. Let me Not guess. Enough. Let me guess. With mankind is the real monster. <laughs> An unknown virus. Ooh, what has happened to the world? Yeah, it's kind of hard to find escapism. <laughs> In a fucking virus destroying lives, when a virus very timely is li- yeah the rollout right the rollout now, like, is way too. I'm waiting for the PS4 game called Corona. Corona. 
And it's just going to be a first-person shooter, but you're at Winn-Dixie, and you've got, like, fucking masks you're putting on people. And somewhat related, um, I saw a headline that said, um, Corona the beer has suffered, like, big yeah. time yeah. with their stocks because of this. Because Americans, Americans are, are dumb? Dum-dums. We're a bunch of dum-dums. I ain't going to get that Corona. <laughs> Don't drink it. The Mexicans have it. Uh, yeah. Sony TV studio co-president uh, Chris Parnell had told Holly Reporter that this Chris is Parnell? Is that really his name? I kid you not. I'm right on this one. It ain't Weird. truly speaking. Um, like yeah. Massanel. Yeah. He told, um, he told Hollywood Reporter this is the first of many shows that they plan to develop with PlayStation Productions. I know that they've got God that Uncharted. War. Right? Why, why can't they do that? Mm. I'd love mm. a sword and sandal film. I'd rather have God of War than another zombie show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since it follows the same kind of Clash of the Titans, but rated R. Yes. Well, I know that uh, they've got that Uncharted movie in production right now. Isn't Tom Holland attached to it? Indiana Jones. Mark Wahlberg, too. Um, So I'm I'm curious to see Mm. what other uh, projects they got I think Nicolas Cage should be in the Uncharted movie. (laughs) Dude. You know, that way it could link up with the National Treasure movies. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, crossover. He's already got it. The training. Like, he gets in there and he's like... This rolls up in there. It's like, ah, oh, my name's Nate. To go with Botter, we can get a young Harrison Ford while we're at it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> time has no meaning in our world. Right. Right. <laughs> Guys, you know who'd be great to play this dude? <laughs> a young Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> and imagine the soundtrack by Michael Jackson. My, my, <laughs> my dream team would be. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock directing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Botter's drunk because all my jokes are funny. <laughs> oh, very laughing. It is so a, funnier. He's a jovial <laughs> drunk. That's good. That's good. He's a very happy drunk. Happy. Ashley, you did this. <laughs> this is your event. <laughs> awesome. Ashley, what game would you want to see um, uh, made into a, a TV show or movie? I, I'm excited for this movie. First of so all, it's a TV because, series. TV or series. TV series, sorry. First of all, because I stopped watching Walking Dead like two years ago. God bless you. Second bless of all, you. because they're, they're not just zombies. They're like really cool creatures. Yeah. They're like they infected. look... Yeah. That's the elevator pitch. They're not just zombies, man. They're like cool, no, infected, brain-eating like, things. They're not uh, zombies. They're scary as fuck, too. Yeah. Especially the, uh, the, the, the tickers. And they're fast. Is that what they call it? The clickers? Yeah, if they do like the, the special effects correctly, these things could look amazing. And it's HBO. They would have the budget for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that, that's assuming... They get the budget for it. HBO might just be like, we want to adapt Suck yeah, a Duck. AT&T, AT&T is in charge. Right. Award-winning. So, award- Eisner Award-winning <laughs> comic book. Um, Alan I, Moore wrote it. I'm mm. also, as, I've also noticed that ever since we did the uh, Ghost Rider movie review, you have done a Nick Cage impersonation every episode. <laughs> every episode? <laughs> uh, since then. Since then. Since then. Wow. I think just about. I say we keep this train going, dude. Just no. jam pack. Is, <laughs> is this a take a shot thing? Where you do a Nicolas Cage impression? Is this gonna take a yeah. shot? Like every if we, no, no. I don't want to drink set it that truly, train. guys. Drink it truly. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so all right. So Ashley, you're excited for it. Um, Ed, you had said you wanted to see a God of War. Oh yes. yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah, me too. If I had to pick another one, hmm. Resident Evil, but done right. Hmm. A real Resident Evil, like. Like you don't even do maybe pick any of the movies four Resident Evil four dude four I, I'd even fucking settle for two where it's like Raccoon City but you're in the sewers they have all those Resident Evil movies out there though uh, there's like eight of them yep I think they're definitely Resident so Evil so much Mila <laughs> I think yeah. to this date those Street Fighter uh, anime movies oh. are still my favorite 
you know, like video game adaptation. You talking about with Jean Claude Van Damme? No, not at all. <laughs> Even though, did I send you that uh, that M Bison like <laughs> yes. speech like earlier this week? <laughs> yeah, that's what you get when you get Puerto Rican M Bison. Uh, for you, it was the, the worst scenery. day of your life. For, for me, me, it was it a was Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <What>? no. <laughs> He's um, great in that movie. Oh, yeah. He really owned that. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> casting <laughs> and i'll go ahead and uh pass it off to you uh you've got like two right yeah i just got a couple i and i think like after we recorded last time i saw there was another new mutants uh trailer yep and oh yeah i just was kind of dismissing this movie because of all the issues it's been having but it's we're kind of being hinted towards it being a version of the uh, demon bear saga yeah which is kind of like and that and just that's one of those forgotten X Men stories, Claremont right. stories, you know? right? It's and it it's weird because it's it's I don't even want to call it deep cuts because it's like if you if you like New Mutants or if you're into the X Men, like that shit is like wow, they're yeah. gonna do that one. And like, it was a fairly short; it was only what three issues or four issues, right? Yeah, yeah. so it was, right. wasn't it a graphic novel? A, they had set they up collected for it. it. Yeah, okay. yeah, they set it up that Danny Moonstar's like mom and dad were killed by a demonic bear spirit, but that's about all they said. And then yeah. when they did the the actual demon bear saga, it was like like a mind fuck. It was crazy. Yeah. Plus, you got the Sinkevich's Ooh, art yeah. style, of course, which made it really crazy. Yeah, and that's kind of that kind of makes more sense because he's been really championing this movie. And so. they have all the members of the New Mutants mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. that were involved in that story arc in yeah. the film, which is interesting because you know these X Men movies, they'll just like throw. It and Fox, like, and they'll just make up yeah, somebody. It like, seems like they've never been throw, in the comic. Yeah, they'll throw random <laughs> mutants in there that yeah. have nothing to do with the team. There's no real cohesiveness. I, all I gotta say is yeah. first class. I was yeah. in that movie. You know, yeah, what, yeah what, right. What, what was I doing in it? But like this, look. I mean, everybody's in it. Fucking yeah. Rain Sinclair mm. and just magic had that cool, cannonball. Like, dude. Uh, magic is in this movie. Magic yeah. looking, she looks right, awesome. dude. Yeah, and just then they had the where they're kind of at the. I don't know if it just almost looked like an AA meeting with the kids where they're talking about right. how their powers right. came up and she's like, I killed 18 men one yeah. at a time. It's like, oh, she's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wolfsbane was always my favorite on the New Mutants. Yeah, um, so it's cool. She was it's, so hard to read in the comics, though. Oh, because yeah. because of the, the Scottish accent? Yeah. Man, <laughs> I my love to lean in on oh, that. Oh, Arya. Yeah. 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 So it makes me just having it, and I don't know why I didn't, it didn't connect with me because it was just like, I thought, okay, another kids in a medical facility trope that we've been seeing sure. a lot over the years. Logan. Uh, Logan. Well, so, okay. Logan, Stranger Things. I was going to say, Logan is like, in my opinion, I think the best X-Men movie that has come out thus far. Yeah. I agree. Out of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thus far. This movie looks like it'd be a nice sort of companion to Logan because mm-hmm. yeah. they already kind of set up that they in that universe they're like experimenting on kids. Yeah. And X23 and that universe yeah. is one of those experiment, right? Yeah, with a bunch of kids with So it's not aren't related to any Right, right. <laughs> it's not hard to believe that in this universe that there would be another facility that yeah. is sort of like a, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest but for mutants, you know. Yeah, so it just that has me more intrigued into this movie. Yeah, oh, before yeah. I was like, eh, whatever, you know. This yeah. is cuz it all the problems it's been having. It's been pushed back. Yeah, it's been yeah. pushed back be forever. At the same so. time Endgame was, you know, understandably. Every time I, I see the, the news of a new trailer coming out, I, I'm still like, 
oh, that movie's still coming out? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for them yeah. to be like, yo, and back to the cave it goes. April. Drum board. Right. So, we're close. We're close. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah, me neither. I, mean, I, I still have not read that Demon Bear saga. I'll probably read it beforehand. That book is a hard book to find Dude, just out in the wild. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. And it costs a fucking buttload of money if you try and buy it anywhere. Look, huh. collected, they have a collected. It's out mm. already. Yeah. Um, I'm sure once the movie comes out, they'll release oh, yeah, another sure. fucking... But if you got the Marvel app, you can just read it on there. True. True. Yeah. I should take advantage of and that. And that wasn't so the fucking like commercial. New uh, oh, I just want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> like New Mutants. Like, no, that was good. That was good. Shit. <laughs> it was like issues 18 through 20, I think. Yes. 21, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's the second volume. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so w- would you guys recommend that as essential? Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, especially if the movie's going to be loosely based on it's, it. It's probably good, essential it's reading. Good, it's good reading. It's hmm. good. It's like, because you get to see, this is like the first... X-Men spinoff before they went crazy yeah. with them. And yeah. you get to see like kids even at the time written as, you know, teenagers like right. we, basically this is like we don't trust adults. This is like the message of the yeah. <laughs> of the well, series. and also it was the uh around the time story arc wise um when Chris Claremont created he wanted to get back to the original five students that sort of vibe. Mm, yeah. Um yeah. and there was conflict because at that time, Uncanny, well, the basically Uncanny X Men one, where uh, uh, basically the new roster of mutants comes in with Storm and all of them, because as okay. far as Xavier knew, the original students were dead God, yeah. at that point in time in the story. Mm-hmm. So you have these new mutants showing up, and Xavier's real hesitant to say, "I don't even know if I want to like take up." This new team, yeah, so much so that it's like jacking them up that they're wearing the original costumes. Yeah, that, yeah you know, like yeah. the new mutants, their uniforms weren't like they were in the '90s where they had their own little styles and yeah, whatever. It was the like, yellow and black. It's the yellow and black. Yep, yep absolutely. Dude, so Claremont, man, he he knew what dude. he was doing. Yeah, he man. did. Yeah. So you get you get Prime Sinkevich, mm-hmm. you get Prime Claremont. It's not a bad recommendation. Well said, see. That was a good one, uh, Ed. What else you got for us? And there was another thing that just like a. Uh, Tessa Thompson basically said that Christian Bale will be because we've talked about him being cast in the uh, Thor, the Love and Thunder. Right, he's going to be the main villain, but they haven't announced exactly who this main villain will be. Isn't it kind of late in the game to not even have the main villain figured out? They know who he is. Yeah, they're just they, not they releasing know. it yet. Yeah, because hmm. I don't even know. Are they still filming or even start filming yet? Or I'm I don't sure think that, it's wrapped or anything. No, it's definitely not. They would have said something. Yeah. So who do you think? I don't know, man. Like, His character we were from, talking uh, about. Well, we were talking about Gore the God Gore Butcher. The God Butcher was. I feel like that's too recent. That's a lot of. I to do I want Mephisto. Well, they, absolutely. No, but they put like the uh, was it the Black Order? That's, those were fairly new, right. Characters, right, right. And, yeah, Thanos. And a lot. Is if it follows this same Marvel pattern, this is just going to be a guy that doesn't have big picture importance. Right. It's just a guy to kind of they're just deal yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully that would not. Suck because it's Christian Bale. Yeah, like that's he's a, big a heavy name. hitter. Who would I want Christian Bale to play? Dude, Mephisto would be pretty damn good. It would be sweet. You are sweating a lot. It's hot in here, man. <laughs> is it the drink? No, you got. It's cold. This drink is icy cold. I don't know. I got my grandma's sweater. I feel great. Yeah, and you're drinking a yeah. coffee. Yeah. Mm. All right, I'll check myself in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I, I just don't know that many. I guess Thor villains to think of. Like I, I'm, I've always associated Thor they with like might. the Wrecking Crew. So let's say, Damn, they, where's the Wrecking Crew? What about if the Absorbing oh, Man? Oh yeah, what if it's like something like that? Wasn't Absorbing Man in Agents of Shield though? He, uh, he was also in. Technically, he was kind of also in that Hulk movie, the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Ooh, 
that was terrible. <laughs> That's a rough one. But what if he's Beta Ray Bill? What if they set it up like he's the bad guy? Wait, but he then really we isn't. We talked about him playing Beta Ray Bill, And then like he's halfway there. And he's continuously. Oh, be, it could be like a Marvel team up where they're like, oh, we don't. We're, we think we're enemies, but we're oh, actually we're pals. Right at right. the end, which is kind of how they introduced him in the comic. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. I guess maybe the gore thing might have some some uh, possibility, especially if, isn't this the movie that they're going to introduce um, Jane Foster as Thor? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess that makes sense. Nah, dude. Now you got me think about him playing as Mephisto. Yeah, it would he be great. Can kill it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping for that. Though. I'm yeah. just gonna have to piggyback off C's. Ashley, who do you think you should play? I, I can't remember that who's like that um like that big bull creature guy that's in like have you been reading the newer ones? Yes. Did you read the uh, he's you know in charge of like the Roxanne company uh, yeah. the Minotaur dude and Rox- the, yeah. okay. he's like a real jerk and then he turns into a Minotaur yes. like that would be really cool. I cannot think of his name right he's now. He's a real jerk and turns into a Minotaur. Yeah. That's already Christian Bale. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fits. Yeah, like he's just gonna explode at somebody. Yeah. yeah Yell at the lighting guy. Amazing. I'm still sticking with Beta Ray Bill though. Mm. That's yeah. still what I'm thinking. I and surprised. Roxxon would be cool because that's kind of been in the background yes, for it has. years yes. yep. in this MCU. Good suggestion, Ashley. Good one. All right. Uh, see, I think you had a, a, a surprise, a mystery uh, topic. Oh, well, you it's not even that. It's just, I know that you had sent the show notes and it kind of serendipitously went with what I was going to bring up. Oh. Um, I saw a couple articles, more than once. Um, basically, everybody's losing their mind about the Fantastic Four and what role will they have in the MCU? And there's been some speculation as far as who should play whom. Um, a lot of people are really rooting for John Krasinski as Reed Richards and Emily Blunt, hmm. uh, real-life husband and wife, mm-hmm. uh, to be in the film as, of course, Reed Richards and Sue Richards. Or maybe Sue Storm at this point, if they haven't gotten married, right? Hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what one, you thought about it, and two, who would you cast in your Fantastic Four? I think I've been a, a champion of John. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Kravinsky playing Reed Richards. I mean, just because of just straight up look wise. Yeah. Um, but Marvel's looked at him before too. Like they wanted him to be Captain America originally. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's oh, right. That is right. Remember? Yeah. And I think he would. I think he would probably use that as motivation to really deliver. And I'm sure that he's aware of like the the fan support of for him playing this role. Um, man. Especially, I'm thinking about like A Quiet Place. That was the last movie I've seen him in. Especially, uh, and with um, uh, Emily Blunt too. Mm-hmm. Do I want her playing? Man, but they would capture that like chemistry. Because that's one thing about. I, mean, me you know, I don't know anything about their marriage. Maybe they hate each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as like at least on screen wise, right, I think right. I think they deliver it really well. Um, <laughs> it's like <laughs> misery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm for it, man. I like that casting actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. I do too. Even just visually, because I think they're you know good actors, but visually they look the part. What do you For think sure. about Johnny Storm? Ooh. A young Chris Evans. Young. <laughs> <laughs> if it was my dream actor, guys, go with me on this. Circa 2001, Chris Evans. No-name actor Chris Evans from Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> Who would be a good Johnny Storm? Yeah, stumped you. All you guys. This, mm. you know. who, who do you got in the pocket? Um, honestly... A young yeah, pick him too. I'm sorry, what? Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I'm the most reliable actor selection uh, guy to pick because I'm just gonna eat, could probably confuse uh, him and Tom Cruise. Whoever I pick in Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom, a young Tom Cruise. <laughs>
I guess. I guess. Let me come back to mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I'm just thing, saying. I mean, like, it's more or less a. What about the thing? Talk about. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, yeah. who would you pick to play the thing? Because um, you can just do a voice and just make a big CGI thing, monster. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock. Oh. The thing has come back. <laughs> is is Michael Shannon in the Marvel Universe yet? Ooh. Hmm. I don't think he is. I don't know. I don't think he is either. I don't think he... Oh, that'd be great. Because he could play that sort of... Yeah, because it looks like, you know, if he was younger, he'd be rough (laughs) enough to be in a fucking gang. Yeah. You know, the Yancey Street Boys. Um, And I think he could definitely do the voice, for sure. That's a good call. He just has a scary face. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's a really good actor. But but he could play a sweetheart, too. Yeah, he definitely can. Yeah, did you see? Have you seen the night before? Yes. Do you remember? He's like the weed guy. Yeah, yeah. he's like, you know, I think of you guys as sort of like my children, <laughs> and they're like, oh wow, that's that's weird. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's really awesome at that mm-hmm. movie. Actually, yeah, that'd be great. I'm gonna take that as homework. I'll I'll I'll, I'll come back next episode with uh, my Fantastic Four. I would say Zac Efron as a Johnny Storm. Hmm. That's my choice. He's Disney trained. He's worked mm-hmm. with the company before. Mm-hmm. Going back for the Marvel Universe would not be a problem because it's that same working under the mouse ethic. Mm-hmm. He's got it covered. Yeah, and he's pretty good at like the quips, too. And like for my dream team actor for The Thing, if we could go back to a young, fresh-faced 1989 Kurt Russell, <laughs> he could play his sweet Aunt Petunia's mama ever-loving blue-eyed thing. Damn, this is a fun game of like you know a young... Blank, blank. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun if it was DC, though, would it? <laughs> would it? Fuck no. Would it? <laughs> um, I, I did have one more uh, item to add. Um, there is a link out there for... Let me make sure I get this right. So there is a link to a public archive of all the worn years of Vampirella magazines. It's on this uh, website, one of my favorite uh, websites and resources when it comes to the internet, period. It's on archive.org. Uh, it's a internet archive. It's a nonprofit. Uh, their mission is to provide universal access to all knowledge by building a digital library of internet sites and other cultural artifacts in digital form. They hmm. recently got access. Um, they recently uploaded um, all of those uh, worn, you know, published Vampirella issues. So I'm talking like God from damn issue. It. I know. I, <laughs> I knew got this like would be five one. of those hardcovers at home, and I'm trying to collect them. Here they are coming out digitally. <laughs> so, I mean, as far back, you know, issue one was what 1969. Issue 112 was ended in 1983. Um, I checked this morning, and it seemed like a few of them were, were taken down. I think the earliest one they got is number two, and I want to say they've got the later ones. Um, but I'd recommend if you know when you hear this. Go on archive.org. Do they have the, a lot of comic stuff on there? I think you know? all just the public domain stuff. Okay, okay, um, that makes sense. So, and I'm assuming that's what happened with this is that it just eventually, time, yeah. you know, the time um, uh, period. But I'm also not sure why all of a sudden, when I checked, when the news initially broke out, they had all those issues mm-hmm. in digital forms. I mean, you could read it online or download a copy, which was pretty sweet. Also, you know, for the record, for people that are listening, like Vampirella, yes, is known for being. Uh, for lack of a better term, a titty book. Cheesecake. Um, but there are a lot of really amazing artists attached to oh, it, yeah. including Ooh. Frank Frazetta, yeah. Jose Pepe Gonzalez, fucking Wally Wood also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Alex Toth. 
Um, ba- all the guys that have worked with Warren before regarding creepy and eerie, yeah, all threw their hat in the ring with fucking Vampirella as well, because it was like magazine format style um, comics. They were they're beautifully done because they're in black and white, so you get all the glory of these artists working with ink wash, mm-hmm. which is kind of a lost art nowadays. Mm. Uh, they had a. Um you know, uh, the page that pulls up, they had like a little about section about Vampirella. And I was reading through because I'm not the most familiar. I only know a little bit. I didn't know that a costume designer, Trina Robbins, mm. um, had in, like had her hand in the creation of Vampirella along with uh, Forrest Ackerman. Oh, yeah. Forrest Ackerman. Yeah. Uh, if, if you guys like horror, yeah. Forrest Ackerman is fucking attached to that as well. <laughs> and I mean, I've... I've Probably flipped through a couple of the um, the hardcovers that you mentioned see at your place, and I mean, like you said, the art is fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. like jaw dropping, uh, fantastic. So it kind of made me think about maybe doing a eerie artist spotlight episode sometime here in the future. So if you're above fifty, yes, <laughs> get into Vampirella like hey, myself. But look, uh, overall, I mean, archive. The Vampirella is, I mean, still I think Dynamite has been. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh there yeah. It seems to be like because I do the weekly. You know, post it's like mm. it seems like there's a Vampirella book with right. 45 covers coming right. out every week, yeah. right. dude. When that, when first, that and Red Sonia, when that first issue came out, and I stopped by the, the, the comic shop, there he had a whole table dedicated yeah, to Vampirella number one because all those fucking it's crazy. Covers. I mean, you can, and you also get people like um, Dave Linzer uh, mm-hmm. attached, like uh, closer. Actually, within the last few years, he's been doing some Vampirella stuff. Like, not just covers, like the entire thing. And it's cool mm-hmm. to see him do stuff that's, like, not Dawn, you know? Not that yeah. I don't like Dawn. I'm just saying, like, it's like, oh, wow, you can draw. Like, hey, it's Dawn and a Vampirella. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know how to draw things that aren't redheaded and yeah. crying mascara. This is, oh, Dawn with black hair and a Vampirella. Right, right. <laughs> so, I'm not sure how many other comic book stuff they have on that website, archive.org. But oh, Joseph cool. Michael Linzer, sorry. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely one of my favorite websites. That'd period. be cool if they had all the EC stuff. Oh, dude. So. Man, be still my heart. I know. It's so, yeah. like expensive hardcovers. So I was, okay, yeah. Speaking of EC, Ed, I wanted to tell you, I was watching um, a YouTube video essay, as what old people normally do, um, mm-hmm. about, <laughs> about EC comics. And it was funny that like Bill Gaines, his dad, like wanted to create like educational comics. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then like what ends up happening is, is like his son is just kind of like, you know what I like? Fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> I like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. And you know, he's like, oh, my son. Like, this stuff doesn't sell, Dad. Get out of here, Dad. <laughs> old guy I'm sorry, that was the uh, old oh, guy. Cool, cool. Sorry. Okay. Sure. okay, cool. Uh, that's actually all I had. I think that's all we had as far as yep. topics. So I think this is a good stopping point to take a quick music break. We'll play a song by Alan Fresh. It'll premiere on our upcoming Shortbox mixtape that'll be available to our Shortbox patrons on Patreon here in a couple weeks. So we'll play the song. Uh, we'll come back. We got a good bit of emails, and then, of course, we'll do champion season, so stay tuned.
right, we are back. That was a song by Alan Fresh. Like I said, that short box mixtape volume two will be out in a couple weeks on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the short box. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pick up. Um, feeling a little more sober. I got some water in me. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, because that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Science, man. Hey, just uh, need a little water. Yeah. Cares what ails you. Definitely good to drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to start off with some emails that we got this week. Um, so like I had mentioned in the um, uh, beginning, we are giving away a pair of three-day passes to CollectiveCon, which is taking place March 20th through the 22nd. We made the rules super easy. All you got to do is send in an email for us to read uh, by Sunday, March 15th, 1 p.m., um, and then you'll be entered in a raffle. We'll pick one winner on that episode. So we got a few uh, entries. Man, there's nothing to do in Jacksonville. Yeah! Did somebody say there's nothing to do-do-do-ball in Jacksonville? Danny, Danny Duval, what are you doing here? <laughs> Your ignorance summoned me. Now shut up and listen to these words. North Florida's premier anime, comic book, sci-fi, and pop culture event, Collective Con, returns for its sixth year. On March 20th through the 22nd, stars from The Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, Supernatural, The Crow, Dragon Ball Z, and even famous Pokemon card illustrator Mitsuhiro Arita is flying in from Japan to join in on the fun. Wow! That sounds awesome! Why are you still standing here? Go buy your tickets today at CollectiveCon.com, you lovable nimrods! Uh, an email. So we'll start off with this one from Joshua Pickett. I'll let my man Cesar Cordero do the honors of reading those. All right. This one's called Favorite Episode. What up, Shortbox? Just wanted to drop a quick response for the Favorite Episode conversation. For me, it was the one from a couple weeks ago, quote, die a fan. It's cool to hear someone's experience who is just getting into reading comics, and it made me nostalgic for the days of the spinner racks at the Jiffy store. Then the jaded old man fanboy in me was reminded that I've been chasing the dragon of that initial excitement for 30-plus years now. I hope Brian sticks with it and can introduce others into the community. Well, keep up the awesome work, and as always, make mine short box. Thanks, Josh. That's awesome, man. I think Die a Fan might have been... Three or four episodes previous, it was the episode where um, I invited uh, Brian Brumley on the show to talk about his experience being a new comic book fan and um, partaking in comic book collecting for the first time. It was a bonus episode that originally aired on Patreon. We then released it as a general release episode just because we got a lot of positive feedback and we felt that was an important episode. Um, I'm actually planning a part two to that episode. Uh, This time Cesar will be joining me um, in that episode and we'll follow back up with Brian to find out how... Uh, it's been for him collecting comic books and, and whatnot. So stay Poor tuned for that one. Doesn't know what's coming his way. <laughs> I, you know, I was telling him that whole episode because it was me and Drew uh, conducting that um, interview. And I said, man, you're not a comic book collector yet. I got to take you through the old guy gauntlet. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Thanks, Joshua, for that email. Next up is an email from Tim Stacy, who I gave a shout out for the first time on the last episode. Oh, I remember uh, that. He wrote in this time. All right. This one's called Collective Con Passes. Very straight to the point. I guess so. <laughs> From old Tim Stacy. My favorite episode of this year truly is episode 279, Suck a Duck. Hey. If not for the title alone, but for the self absorbed, egotistical, backslapping reason of hearing my name in a shout out for the very first <laughs> five minutes or so. Oh. 
Behind that, there were beautiful up-tempo melodies and delightful humor. Thanks for all you guys and gal do. Delightful. Well, thanks, Tim. Dang. We're getting a lot of like... I'm waiting for like the one-two punch email where it's just kind of like... See, I hate where you fucking do this. <laughs> Ashley. Ugh, Scarfs. Butter. I don't even want to start. It's sort of like. Uh, Stop drinking. Oh, no. We're going <laughs> to. No, it's like that. Uh, Next like, week's emails are going to be great. No. Butter, we're really worried about you. It's going to be like Thoughts, thoughts and Prayers, and, Butter. Uh, it's a fucking truly, Dad. <laughs> like, remember that, uh, that scene from Waiting? When the kid Please finally, believe me. when that kid finally explodes, and uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, he looks at uh, Ryan Reynolds, he's like, "And you, <laughs> what did I do?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Tim. And there's a reason why I do our shoutouts at the beginning. I know sometimes it can so be you a little don't forget them because of long your disease. When what disease? Not, no, all right. Oh, wow. Wow. First, uh, first step. All right. So that way we can not only get those out of the way, but I feel like it's always important to put our listeners uh, first and let them know that they are appreciated. So thanks, Tim, for that. You're entered in that collective compass. Okay. We yeah. got you. <laughs> yeah. Next email comes from Justin, Mr. Infamous. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. Let's celebrate is the title of this one. What's up, Shortbox crew? It's been a long minute since we last chatted, guys. And it's your boy. The biggest, baddest influencer in town, Justin, a.k.a. Mr. Popular, a.k.a. Mr. Famous, but mostly Mr. Infamous. First off, congratulations on moving and on the new podcast command center. It's definitely well-deserved. Next, I've got really exciting news. Next Saturday, March 14th at 1904 Music Hall downtown at 7 p.m., I'm hosting my first special... Hold on. I can't read. I'm hosting my first artist showcase event with 13 local artists and vendors and a few surprises in store, like, of course, my bro Mecca is performing. Uh, to those who are uninitiated, Mecca the Marvelous is resident hip-hop artist of the Shortbox podcast, rapper extraordinaire. Um, plus, it's my early 22nd birthday, too. So please come out and party with me. Until then, don't forget, Shortbox Nation, I'm famous. Normally, I wouldn't allow any shameless plug event like that, but, but <laughs> it's I mean, family. it's family. Yeah, it's family, and Mega the Marvelous is involved. So, uh, check that out in 1904 on March 14th. Uh, keeping it moving along, we got a uh, Patreon message from one of our very good patrons and new patrons, uh, Errol White. Good oh, snap! Of ours. Short and sweet, man. Short and sweet. Okay. This is from Errol White. Hey, oh, I uh, believe a Drew uh, Torres is calling. We'll call him back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Shortbox Jacks, here's my favorite episode so far. Episode 275, with Walt has to be the number. You can never have too much Walt. Keep up a great job. Thanks, Errol. More. That is true. Yeah. You can never have enough Walt, man. That made his heart, that made his day, man. I sent this to uh, to Walt and said, man, you are appreciated. And he said, I'm getting teary-eyed. So thank you, Errol, for that. And we've got one more. This time, this was a voicemail. I want to go ahead and let people know you can also not only send in emails and we'll read those, whether it's a champion, a question, a gripe, etc. cetera, uh, but we also allow short voicemails. So you can send one in at 904-580-4095. I'll go ahead and play this voicemail. It's from Nick Wagner. Hey, guys. It's Nick Wagner from Black House Tattoo. I know I usually just text you clowns because we get a lot of laughs, but I had a weird one. I just listened to 279, Suck like a Duck. Uh, nice to hear you guys back having a good time um, but you guys know I'm a little Marvel a little Image a little other stuff but like I'm almost never DC but I was out at Mythical Mountain and saw the cover for Dead Earth 
Wonder Woman series. It's a three-issue magazine size series, and just based on the cover by Daniel Warren Johnson, because the cover and the art kind of reminds me of, you know, if you mix together, like, uh, James Heron's Rumble series with maybe some old Grendel Prime, like, super dirty, gritty, dystopian future shit. I haven't even read it, and I'm fucking stoked. I bought the first two issues. It's pretty crazy. thought you guys knew know about it. And uh, because I heard that episode, Ashley, absolutely right about Jojo Rabbit. Amazing, but heartbreaking. Parasite's cool, you guys agree, but like, I don't think I should have won. Like, I would have gone for Jojo Rabbit. Once upon a time, Hollywood, I would have gone for Joker. Uh, dude, honestly, even Uncut Gems was like a sleeper that people did not give any credit. But those were my four for last year. But anyway, hope you guys... Uh, check that what that Earth out. At least check out the cover. Check out the uh, I think you dig it. Later. I like how when uh, Nick Wagner Yo. sends in the voiceable, everyone shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> Normally we'd all be talking like all over it, but um, yeah. Yo, so Nick is a hundred percent on point with that shit, and I feel kind of bad we slept on it because what, that... Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Motherfucker! What? No, I'm, no, I'm talking about Wonder Woman: Dead Earth. Oh, I didn't sleep on it. Did you? I've got issue one. I already read issue one. So issue two is on is the, on deck. The best way I can describe that to people that you read it either, yeah, aren't uh, current. Here, here's 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 why. DC. Hold on, man. Hold yeah. on. Nathan Fox um, put out a comic book for heavy metal called Fluorescent Black, and this feels a lot like that where it's got a European comics sort of feel. We're like, I know a lot of people look at Europe and they go, mm, yes, they stub their noses at us. The French with their comic books. It's like, but they're fucking good. Um, this is like heavy metal level quality. And it's a wonder woman. It's with a mainstream character. And I'm so really kind of shocked that they did this with somebody like wonder woman. We're like, they, they basically drew her like it would be like you like you, it's almost like an indie book. Like all the covers, yeah. they kind of remind me of like concept art for the movie Alien. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, all that stuff. And it's just it's it's overwhelming. It's it's cool in a sort of like French comic kind of way. Um, definitely has a Metal Herlant feel, and it's fucking amazing. It is. Um, and as part of the DC's Black Label, which I swear it seems every week DC's putting out a different black label uh, book. Um, I mean, they're a little more pricier than the normal variant. I mean, they're like $6.99, $7.99, but they're only three issues. They're magazine size format. And to C's point, like, Daniel Warren Johnson won me over, it seems back to back every year, between Extremity, Murder Falcon. Uh, I picked up, like, this little zine. He created Old Man Skywalker, which was amazing. I recommend, like, if you go to a comic convention, he's there. Go to his booth. Check out some of those limited uh, zines that he makes. Uh, but this Wonder Woman Dead Earth, like issue one, was phenomenal. I've got issue two sitting over there, so I'm, I'm excited to read it. Um, but everything C said is on point. Um, Ashley, how do you feel about him backing Jojo Rabbit? Because now I've got to check it out. Like, I mean, when you recommended, it, I was like, oh, I got to check this out too. But mm-hmm. no, it's just it's such a good movie. Like, you can't really explain it. You just you have to watch it. I feel like Nick Wagner always resonates with your picks. By the way, yeah, like he'll always text me on the side, like. You know, you boys did dirty, uh, Ashley dirty. Like, Ash- <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's like Ashley was right about that. He also said, like, yeah, scarf is on point too. So, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> so, all right, that is the end of our emails. As always, thank you guys so much for uh, sending those in. It's always a pleasure to read those and hear your voices and your comments. Of course, all five of you guys will be entered in our Collective Con three day pass giveaway. 
Um, if you're interested in getting your email read as well as being entered into our Collective Common Pass giveaway, send in an email by next Sunday, 1 p.m. That's March 15th. We'll read those and get you entered as well. So with that being said, I do want to go ahead and give a quick announcement. Um, we will be at the Duval Comic and Zine Fest Saturday, March 28th. We'll have a little booth set up. That'll be from 12 to 4. Um, it'll be a day of vendor tables, independent creators, presentations, and printing workshops. While you're there, you can also explore Jacksonville Public Library's zine collection, which is the largest collection of zines housed in a library in the South. So that's pretty awesome to hear. Uh, Shout-outs to Lindy, Lindsay Anderson and her team for organizing this event. You can hear more uh, them talk more about zines and this whole festival um, on episode 267, Ranch Bomb. I think, see, you were part of that episode. It was a good one. Um, I want to go ahead and also shout-out real quick to uh, Mr. James Green, who works at the Jacksonville Public Library. James! A big advocate for comic book culture. Uh, he is now in charge of the library's newest comic-related program. It's called Saturday Morning Cartooning Copying. It's a free program offered at the Jacks Public Library each Saturday from 11 to 1 p.m. in the teen services section for aspiring cartoonists ages 11 and up learning, uh, looking to learn how to create uh, and publish their own comic books. There will also be a call for entry later in the year for James's fourth anthology of student sequential art. That's a, a book series that he puts out, I think, every year. Uh, field of like students that he's worked with in creating comic books. So that's a really dope event. So uh, big shout out to James and Lindsay, man. I'm looking forward to the Duval Comic and Zine Festival. With that being said, let's go ahead and wrap up the show with our infamous champion season. Champion season, for those of you tuning in for the first time, is our last segment of the show. It is our chance to go around the table and allow each of us to highlight and share one or two things in the pop culture that we feel, hey, this is really dope, and you should be checking it out. It could be a TV show, a comic book, a book, a TV series, anything that we feel is worthy enough to highlight. Uh, let's go ahead and start out with you, C. What are you going to champion today? So I'm going to champion the movie The Invisible Man. Um, that movie was so good. and um, Is it better than the Kevin Bacon one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... The Hollow Man was okay. Oh, sorry, I was supposed to be funny. It was okay. I mean, <laughs> you're, but it, I mean, you're not wrong in that. It's it's kind of you pulled a botter. I know. Like, it's like yeah, uh, I mean, it, actually, it is better than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come to Think of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. Um, Elizabeth Moss does a great job, um, and I, I don't want to spoil it. It's just very good. Um, it's very suspenseful. What time is it? What I didn't see any material for it. Is it what time? Is it modern? Current. Current. Okay. Yeah, present day. Um, and it, all the jump scares in that movie work because it's a damn invisible man, and it's and you're allowed to do them, which is great. Like you know how some people it's like oh fucking jump scare, it's like loud noise, ooh, ooh you know whatever. <laughs> it works for this movie because you literally can't see them coming. So it's like, I mean, seriously, but, like, seriously, like you watch it and you're like, fuck, oh my God, they're going to get me again. They're going to get me again. They're going, ah, God, God. <laughs> it's like your nerves are shot. But also it's cool. To, her acting is phenomenal. Um, it's kind of like uh, if anybody remembers uh, Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. mix that with the original Claude Rains Invisible Man. And there's a lot of cool Easter eggs in it too. Like the main character's last name is Griffin and that's the name of the character in the book. Also Claude Rains' character in um, The Invisible Man uh, from the 30s. So I highly recommend it. It's a good movie. It's fun. And yeah. All right. Thank you, C. Uh, Ed, what are you going to champion today? 
just going to champion uh, Altered Carbon Season 2. Oh, shit. Oh, it's awesome. It uh, takes place 30 years, I believe, after the original series. And Anthony Mackie is the new lead. So basically, if you haven't watched it, just because it's pretty complicated with all the characters, but basically everybody has kind of like a, a microchip called a stack, which goes, which basically is their existence. So if you die, as long as that kind of chip doesn't break, you can be put into a new body. So that basically means this show can go on forever <laughs> if it decides right. to. It's the new so Doctor it's, Who. It's, it's like the Doctor Who thing, but... Yeah. The bodies are called sleeves, so it's like you know, and it's kind of if you like a, a Blade Runner type of environment. It's a really cool story. A lot of so it's like a crime mystery, a lot of action, really cool set designs, really cool idea, and it's kind of getting deeper into the history of how kind of these chips were made because they're basically this is taking on a planet where the material to make these chips are mined. So it's kind of like a conflict mineral, you know, like today, and. uh like I said, really good. If you like that, it's a very quirky show, like very bizarre. If you try to describe it, because he has an AI that's like Edgar Allan Poe, dressed like Edgar Allan Poe, that ran the hotel in the first season. So you t- t- this is, seems very random, but it works in this series. So it's if you like that kind of uh, Blade Runner type of noir story, yeah, definitely check it out. Look, I loved Quantum Leap, so I'm pretty sure oh, I'll yeah. enjoy this show. <laughs> hmm. Thank you, Ed. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? What are you going to champion? Uh, I'm going to champion Knives Out. Oh, Anybody watch that? I haven't no, seen I it haven't. yet. Uh, I finally like it. It looked cool to me, but um, I think I, I'm glad I waited till it was out of theaters because you're just gonna gonna want to talk the whole time because it's like this murder mystery. But it's um, Daniel Craig, uh, Lake of Stansfield. Is that his? I think that's how you say Isn't it. Is Chris Evans in it too? Oh yeah, Chris Evans is in it. Yeah. Everybody. Um, in Michael it, right? Shannon's in it. The The Fantastic Four yeah. is in it. <laughs> the yogurt lady. A young Ellen Page. Oh, Jay- Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Tony Collette. Yogurt lady. Yeah. It just <laughs> I w- it was three names. I would have gotten it. I would have gotten it. But um yeah, it was really good. And it was like almost three hours long. So as soon as I started it, I was already like, you know having issues with how long I was going to have to sit there and watch it, but it was good. Like, it kept me entertained the entire time. It was really good. Is it on streaming services? It's, it's in the movies. Um, no, it's, it's on, to, right? It's, on, it's released now. Yeah, oh, it just got yeah. released. Damn, yeah, so man. I just rented it. Oh, my God. It's not God. like the old yeah, days where you wait a year and a half. A year and a half for a VHS tape. <laughs> you look yeah. at that Suncoast board. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, another year? Okay. I wasn't old remember. enough to watch Jurassic Park in the theaters, and by the time it came out, I was old enough to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yogurt Lady. I like that. Ashley, you get a pass it? Oh, oh, and um, wash your hands. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh. Wait, was that towards me? or <laughs> She's looking right at you. Yeah, it's my soul. Corona ass. Good, good. Thank, thank you. Good episode title. <laughs> I want to go ahead and champion. It's <laughs> a good episode. You guys don't want to. No? What? You guys aren't going to. I'm about to do my champion. Nope. I'm going to. No. Nope. Uh, nope. wow. Okay. We're more or less. And worried. there we go. <laughs> Thank you. I did this. More or less worried about your health, man. <laughs> I, yeah. Your alcohol problem. It's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> this will be the one sad. episode my mom does decide to listen. <laughs> and then she realizes, oh my God, my poor baby. Um, He's I drunk go, on the radio. He's a lush. <laughs> Ed actually nailed it. She would be like, my baby's drunk on the He's radio. On the radio. <laughs> no, but mom, mom, I'm telling only about 40 people hear this. <laughs> it's, not the, no, it's not the radio. I'm it's sorry. not the radio. It's the internet. <laughs> it's like just a glow. Close but are you okay? Uh, yes, I'm good. You don't God. have like 
Nibble, I, nibble marks at the end of your 38 special. Oh my god, wow. Oh. At that point. Okay, I'm Damn it, I can't even like do my champion. It's like too dark now. Hand shaking, eyes watering <laughs> up. I'm gonna go ahead and champion uh, criminal. Uh, it, specifically, um, this current like one through twelve is story arc. Uh, well, specifically like this nine part story arc called Summer of '88. It's uh, issues one and five through twelve of the most recent run of uh, Criminal. So, uh, print or published by Image, uh, written by um, Ed Brubaker and drawn by Sean Phillips. Uh, it is their I think either third or fourth volume. I always get those mixed. Up. I think it's their third volume, but it is fantastic. Uh, Summer of '88 story arc. Follows uh, Teague Lawless, one of the uh, re- most revered and titular characters of uh, the Criminal series. Um, he comes home to plan the biggest heist of his career, but his son Ricky and his friends are starting down the same dark path that their fathers um, have been on. And it's about to come the worst summer of their lives. It's essentially like the la- the story of the last days of um, of Teague Lawless, and it's not really a spoiler because that's how they've been um, uh, promoting it. Um, so for me. Uh, I I've read issue twelve, so the last part of this summer of '88 story arc, and man, it it just blew me away. It is still, man. Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips mm. just don't miss, in my opinion. Um, so I'd recommend this current story arc. Um, it didn't really take much for me to get spun up, and I haven't really dived into the older criminal stuff. But after reading this, I want to find the first issue of the first volume. So when I'd does recommend Squirrel Girl show up. Um, I believe that is the mm. uh, the summer special, oh, well <laughs> the winter special, one shot, really. So. Yeah. Uh, if I mean I've championed, I think we've all kind of championed at one point. Uh, Ed Brubeck and Sean Phillips. I body did. Of work. Was it last time? Yeah, about, like I, uh, I, to be kill or be killed. Um, so if you're looking for a gateway to get into their work, I mean, it, this criminal story arc is recent. I mean, it's the most recent sto- uh, series. This uh, story arc will get collected in trade that'll come out in June 2020. So you know, in a couple months. But you can also find these uh, single issues in the comic shop. So once again, criminal uh, issues one five. Through twelve, it's called Summer of '88. I highly recommend it. And I had this down too, but now I'm kind of like, ah, I probably scratched this off. I was gonna champion you Truly? guys. No, you oh, guys. Oh, Look, truly, the crew the for crew. their dedication, patience. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Isn't that sweet, guys? Yeah, but nah, fuck you guys. You know, <laughs> tough love. No, honestly, man, I was listening back to the um last week's episode for editing purposes and QA and um, found myself like finishing it and, and laughing just as hard as the, the time we recorded. And I just wanted to champion you guys for your, for your dedication and patience, man. <laughs> I don't think most people um, really understand um, when it comes to doing a podcast for so long, um, especially when it comes to a team, how much you've really got to, you know, uh, rely and, and, be able to find a group of people that are committed to the goal of the podcast and willing to come in, you know, week in, week out, record, you know, for two, you know, one to two hours of their Sunday, um, you know, knowing that, you know, they might not get paid. They might not have, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. Or I'm sorry, what? So. Excuse me? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait a second. What? I mean, that was, you know, early wait, days. Not time, anymore. Time you know, we, 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 need a different, we need a different spot. So I wanted to champion you get guys, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why did that. we turn into yeah. the Beagle Boys yeah, from DuckTales? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, know. I don't Get him, boys! <laughs> so, <laughs> gonna I just shug him over the porch, over yeah. the balcony. <laughs> just shake, shake him till like, gold comes out of his pockets. <laughs> I guess it also doesn't help that... Um, well, it helps that I, speaking to other podcasters and hearing how... Um, they fucking they, hate their crew. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just their challenge seems to be finding a team that is willing to you know, be dedicated and, and see things out. So I, I count myself super fortunate and just wanted to say I champion, the, I champion you guys, man. Thank Damn. you. 
So I mean, do you guys want to take back your 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 drunk count? No, no. We meant that you shit. Lush. It's your Corona ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can see it now. I'm going to like Collective Con. I was like, is that Potter? Is, is that Potter the? Is that Potter Milligan the fucking drunk? <laughs> I heard that he's got the coronavirus. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh God, hopefully my boss ain't listening to this episode. Watch this, this be the episode he listens to. You're just like next time we do a live event, it's like, hey, Shortbox Nation. Out of nowhere, someone goes. Wash your hands. He's <laughs> like, thanks, mom. Yo, I, actually, I will also champion uh, Joe, who joined us today. Hey. Take pictures once again. That was Duval Joe on Instagram. Duval underscore Joe underscore. He does uh, fantastic. We'll take the shackles work. off of your ankle after this. <laughs> and if You're you free to go. are ever at the uh, Bold Bean in Riverside, and Joe is working there, man, he whips up a mean latte. Say hello to him mm. for us. And once again, Joe, thank you so much for coming in on your Sunday yeah, off. And uh, it's taking some awesome pictures. Hopefully, my red eyes don't, my blurry red eyes don't <laughs> oh, show up too shit. much. <laughs> Color correct. <laughs> um, with that being said, is there any shout outs or anything that you guys want to say before we sign out and I do my, my spiel? Ashley, Ed, see? Um, I have a, a gallery. It's uh, at the what? Word Revolt Gallery. Okay. It's with a bunch of people. It's, um, no, no, no. You got you to gotta hype yourself You're up, fancy. Ashley. <laughs> it's called uh, Fabulous Fauna um, Opening Receptions, March 20th. And it's a newish gallery. I've never been there. Ooh. So okay. it looks. It's in uh, Atlantic Beach. Oh, okay. You know, that's yeah. what I'm saying, man. I'm small time. I this show, man. You got art galleries. That's a good look, actually. Ed, you got anything going on? Um, just the uh, Gods and Monsters free comic book day. I'll be there. Orlando peeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, see, what about you? Yeah, I actually would just like to. Uh, yeah, we don't really care. Oh, anyways. oh well, there's that time. <laughs> oh, how does it what? feel? Actually, you know what I was going to say. <laughs> it's uh, good. Uh, the short box would like to uh, seek to help stop drunk driving and support those uh, affected by and prevent underage drinking and strive for yeah, a stricter, impaired driving policy because sometimes uh, victims are everywhere and. Um, mm. Thank you, C. Hey, Butter, I love you, buddy. I, I love you, too. I, I promise. It's, it's water for the rest of the day. I got my Spider-Man uh, slides on, so I'm not going anywhere. All right. Uh, I will go to mention a couple of our upcoming episodes. Next week, we've got a special guest interview. So all of you fans of uh, Marvel. A man by the name of Bud Weiser. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, for all, I won't say who it is. I want to leave it Light. as a surprise. Uh, but I want to go ahead and shout out uh, Ben Kingsbury of um, Gotham City Limit for uh, helping us uh, secure this interview. It's a special guest. Uh, so if you, I will say, if you are a fan of the 90s series by Marvel, Forceworks, or Comico's Robotech Next Generation series, uh, mm. that's, that's the hint for you right there. Mm. We've got a special guest interview Comico. coming next week. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Collective Con is that following weekend, too, the 20th through the 22nd. We'll definitely be there. Uh, you can also catch us at the Duval Comics and Zine Fest on March 28th. And we've got that Artist Spotlight episode that'll be coming first week of April. So patrons, please go on Patreon and vote, uh, vote, uh, vote. for our new listeners. Man, go ahead and sign up for Patreon.com yes, slash The Short Box. You get to enjoy our growing library of bonus episodes. I think it's up to like 30 bonus episodes that haven't been released for general release. We got merch. And then, of course, our first quarter Patreon gift that Cesar is uh, is developing. So. Give us your money. Yeah, keep the lights on. Give us um, your fucking me. money right now. <laughs> Give me. it to us right now. God, help me. Fucking damn it. Wow. Help me get that intervention that I, I apparently need. Um, Folks, for just $10 a day, you can help a Bodder Milligan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yo, I'm, I'm a fuck. Yeah, $10, $10 a day. day. You can yeah. help a Bodder Milligan get off the fucking sauce because, folks, there's nothing worse 
than mm. sitting next to a man who smells like burning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, C. That's a great way to go to end this episode. Uh, fun like times, burning. guys. Fun times. I'll catch you guys in about a week. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, until then, keep it geeky. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Why? It's the worst. Yo, what happened to peace? Peace, 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 peace.